We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam and Sandy are here. We were recording Saturday nights after the Warriors Nets game. I'm gonna guess at least half the people listening to this are gonna be listening to it after the Niners game on Sunday. So just know we recorded this pre-Niners game. Sitting Big in, Stephen. Sitting in for Andy Lou, a person who will be at said Niners Rams yes, game. Indeed. Aaron Larsoul. How you doing, buddy? My answer to that is always better than I deserve, but um, ask me in like whatever it is, 16 hours um, after my appearance at SoFi, where I'm already cooking. I got the brisket going. I got the pulled pork going, mac and cheese, greens, baked beans. So we're tailgating and friend of the show, Bonte, Bonte Hill is coming down. So um, we're, we're going to be out there and also, sources say enemy of the show, Domin, will be stopping by. <laughs> Domin, will, Domin will also be there, enemy of the show. I like that, enemy of the show. Yes, nah, he, will be, he will be coming through the tailgate also. So um, how am I doing? None of this matters. Ask me how I am in like 16 hours. I mean, okay, so. Is that right? I, I, I want right? to talk more big picture, the worst stuff, but I'd be reminisced if we didn't talk about the Nets game just a little bit. Yes. Um, Nothing is more annoying than when you hear a star is going to miss the game 30 minutes before tip off, especially a national TV game. When we, when we think it is going to be a measuring stick game. Obviously um, Kevin Durant was never going to play because he's out um, right. at least until after the all-star break. And right. to be fair, Draymond green also will be out probably right. that amount of time. They haven't had the second announcement, but does anyone expect them to say he'll be back in two days? I don't know if anyone does. I do not. No. <laughs> but 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 it was right because the Warriors have been the Warriors handled the Nets in the last game in in Brooklyn and handled Utah recently and have handled uh Phoenix two out of the three games they played the Warriors handled them especially on Christmas the one that everybody was focusing on. So so I was looking at this as a kind of a measuring stick game for the Warriors. We knew KD was not going to be out, but without James, it's it's much less so. And it was exactly like how those games go. A little bit of a letdown, a little bit of playing down to your competition, and then 
just getting into what I would describe as a no-win situation. The Warriors won tonight. Ultimately, that's what matters. They end the homestand six and one. If you told me they would go six and one without Draymond Green, I'll take it. Right. I think I saw, I I, I think I saw, what should we say? Friend of the show. I think we saw friend of the show or I saw friend of the show, uh, Andy Lou on Twitter posting like polls about what the Warriors record would be during this. uh, I think that was homestand. Honest. Oh, okay. Maybe it was you and he, it was him responding. That's yeah, yeah, that's probably right. I mean, we, Andy um, said they should win them all, but without Draymond, it'll be like four to five wins. So six wins. Six and one in general, doesn't matter who your competition is. If you were in six out of every seven games, that's good. But it was good competition, right? Yeah. Like Brooklyn's good. Dallas is good. Like it was good competition. Minnesota's not a Minnesota's, bad team. Minnesota's okay. They're going to make the playoffs playing. They're, they're a middle of the road team. They're certainly not bad though. But, but the part of this that matters is the one thing that Dallas is really good. Dallas is going to guard you. It's shocking to all of us but Dallas is going to guard you and the Warriors did not struggle with that. No, they, even if the Brooklyn game felt disappointing, I would call six and one homestand very successful. And the thing that's interesting with the Warriors. So let's start here. Steph had another mm-hmm. poor shooting night individually. Mm-hmm. This homestand has been five poor shooting nights. I mean, he, he shot well against Minnesota and, and that was it. Go, um, he shot well against Indiana too. But anyway, yeah, in general, subpar. And January, the worst month of his career by the shooting percentages. Like, it's yeah. no longer hyper, uh, hyperbole. It's just, it's just a fact. Worst month yeah. of his career shooting the ball. Yes. They're still pulling out Ws. Yeah, and... and, and Without inter- Draymond Green. And the also. interesting part about it was, for a lot of those games, and including Clay tonight, Clay wasn't any good either. Well... He wasn't any good shooting. He didn't the ball. shoot the ball. Anymore. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. He wasn't any good shooting the ball. So to have Steph off shooting nights and Clay off shooting nights and still being able to win NBA basketball games, yes, right. Brooklyn didn't have their full complement of guys, but they've got they've got NBA players. So to be able to pull that off when Clay doesn't seem right. And Steph clearly doesn't seem right. I, I I think there is something. I think there is something meaningful about that. I wouldn't want to. I have not not that I wouldn't want to. I don't want to like rely on that. But I think it is. I think it is meaningful to get contributions from up and down the roster when the two guys that you think you can bank on don't have it. Yeah. So two separate conversations. One is Steph slump. Um, I think we were in agreement here that we just need to give Clay more time. He's going to be up and down for an extended period of time because he's missed 31 months of basketball. Yes. Um, he actually, I thought was really good on the homestand. He had like three straight, really good games, but like, he's just going to have games where his shots off. Yes. Um, at least in the short term until he figures it out, um, or just gets his rhythm back. But Steph playing this poorly individually do you have a theory do you have a thought on that because let's start there and then secondarily what are you seeing from the team as to how they can actually pull out wins so while well, we'll he's start- you know five for 18 tonight yeah I, we'll, I we'll, even, we'll start I with that go through the rest of it it's, it's a bunch of like six for 20 
eight for 22 stuff like yeah, that you know? <laughs> people on on uh, people on uh twitter saying it looks like tour dates for Steph, right like yeah yeah i mean he's, five he's literally five or 20 right um you and i have talked about this a lot both on your show and and texting i have i am officially worried about Steph. i was concerned at first um now i'm officially worried about Steph. But I think it is meaningful because for for a couple of years now, it has been Steph and the Miracles, right? Like right. it has been if Steph, if Steph ain't got it, then forget it. So I think it is meaningful and it speaks to the roster construction that the Warriors are still able to win when Steph Steph just ain't Steph ain't ain't had it in in six weeks. He hasn't been Steph. Steph. Right. He hasn't been Steph. Now. The gravity still matters, um, and the attention that he draws still still matters and opens up the rest of the game for everybody. But when Steph is Steph, he can get all of that attention and make and it like easier back. for everybody else and also give you 30 on efficient shooting. Um, so I am officially worried. I'm no longer concerned. I'm officially worried about Steph. Um, but I think it speaks to wins in roster construction that were not there the past couple years that the Warriors have been winning games and have been it's not even treading water it's they they've been winning games with Steph looking like a like nah you know what I'm not going to slander Steph because Steph is my favorite player but it, it I think it I think it, the fact that you can get things from not today uh Andre Iguodala Pretty consistently throughout the year, Otto Porter Jr. Um, Bielitsa has been hit and missed. GP2 has been really good, but he's not gonna he's not gonna scare anybody making jump shots. But I I think it yeah, defenses I, will live with GP2 hitting three. Yeah, go stretchers. ahead. Yeah, right. Go ahead, brother. But but I think it speaks to some some wins and some success in roster construction that the Warriors can and like. I'm really hard on him on Twitter, but shout out Kimon Looney, who has made like, you know, whatever it is, 16 of his last night or 20 shots or something like that. But there are wins along the margins for the Warriors that they did not have previously. Roster construction wins along the margins that have allowed them to not only kind of stay afloat, but thrive is probably too aggressive, but they've been really good in this time when Steph has been awful and Steph still is far and away the plus minus leader in the NBA. Yeah. So um, just, just to be clear, we're going to talk Andrew Wiggins a little later uh, because it would be uh, wrong not to get there, but I want to kind of dive into what you're talking about. So to me, the most interesting thing about this homestand has been how well they've defended without Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, they haven't defended as well as they would with Draymond. Newsflash, best defender in the NBA. <laughs> but they have not fallen apart. And in previous years, they would have fallen apart without Draymond Green on defense. Like, it would have been – every game would have been 122, 125, and you're hoping you're the 125, you know, right? Like, right. Um, And without Draymond, they've still been a very good defense. I think statistically in the games he's missed, they're still at, like – 104 defensive rating, which puts them in the top five. Uh, with Draymond, they have the best far and away in the league, and it was closer to like 99 or something. Um, 
anyway. But I but I think that's part of that. And look, I've <laughs> I'm talking about who I've been hard on, and I'm really hard on on Steve Kerr publicly. Um, but part of that is at, at least at this point, look, I think Draymond is the best defensive player in the NBA. I think he is in the conversation for best defensive player in the history of the NBA. I agree with you. You say a lot on Twitter that he's the best defensive player of this generation. I agree with that. But I think as much shit as we give, maybe I give about Kerr's philosophy offensively, you know, the system stuff offensively, I think defensively it has been very effective, right? I, I looked it up. Now this is not, this doesn't take into account today's games, but the Warriors give up the few, people talk about shot diet a lot, right? We right. talk about it with, with, with Andrew Wiggins. What kind of shots are you taking? But defensively, the Warriors shot diet allowed is it's the best in the league. They give up the fewest restricted shots field goal. The, yeah. They give up the fewest shots at the rim of anybody in the league. They're mediocre at defending them, but they give up the fewest. They're middle of the league in three-point shots allowed, but they defend the three-point shot. The field goal percentage from three from from the opposition is the best in the league. And so, and then uh, to, to tie just to add to that because I looked it up too. Teams take a ton of shots in the mid-range against the Warriors. Yes, they more than anybody. Um, I think three teams have give up more shots from the mid-range than the Warriors. So like up there with the elite but, but hold on but hold on not as a percentage yes right. like in total yes but Frequency. not as a percentage yes and so in general this gets to it they're not giving up layups and they're not giving up easy threes it's good defense right there right yeah i mean i i think we've seen enough at this point even without draymond and again draymond is is the best in the world um but even without draymond the warriors I am pretty comfortable in saying the Warriors have the best are are not have are the best defense in the NBA. Yeah, and and, that, and that's one of those things, right? They 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 say this in college so how are they? in the NFL, but that's one of those things that travels, right? Like when you when when times are tough and you don't have this guy or don't have that guy, right. your defense. So how are travels. they? So how are they doing it without Draymond? And more important, not more importantly. They don't have any bigs. I mean, Looney. Like we can all talk about Looney's impact, but the let, let's go beyond Looney. He's the only center on the roster. Yeah. Wiseman hasn't played a game and he's not playing anytime soon. Bielitsa <laughs> is not a center. No. Um, oh, well, and then uh, everyone, he's and not then everyone else. Porter Jr. They both are centers, but not defensively. I mean, they became centers this year in terms of the roster. But yes, you're right. Because they had to be, yes. Otto, Otto was drafted as a small forward. Uh, Bielitsa was drafted as a power forward. Uh, we can throw uh, Kumigan. What's going on? Anderson awful. there he too. Awful tonight. Yeah, he did not have a good Mingo game. Was and awful that, and that's, tonight. Yes. that's how it goes for a rookie. They're going to be up. And I down. agree 100%. But my point is do you feel like this is a theory? This is a harebrained theory I've been working on. Do you feel like with the new rule emphasis, which allow defenders to use their hands a little more than they could in the past on the perimeter? Mm hmm that you're less dependent on having interior defense to have a good defense because honestly, like outside of Looney, like I don't, I don't know that the Warriors have anyone who I would consider an above average interior defender outside dream. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure Looney is either. 
so, uh, but I think you are 100% correct. And there are numbers that back it up because the Warriors have allowed the fewest shots at the rim in the NBA, but they're 20th. Um, I, I think it's 20th. I looked it up before the game. I think it's 20th. They're 20th in field goal percentage at the rim, right? So it is mostly the work that guys are doing on the perimeter. And the Wiggins, you said it. The Gary Wiggins. Game. Like Steph has been a lot better than he has been in the past. Um, GP2 is a menace, all of that. So I think it is more about, for the Warriors this year, I think it is more about preventing those attempts at the rim than the success in stopping those attempts if you get to the rim, right? Because if you get to the rim, who it's it's Draymond who's six six and it's Looney who's six eight and whose hips and body, right? It just it, it just doesn't work anymore. Fifteen rebounds for Looney tonight, by the way. But yeah, you're right. I mean, and then my point is, I think you're right. I think it is. I think more than ever, even defense in general is more about point of attack defense. Than it is, and and there are a lot of teams, the Lakers included, who are want to funnel everything to the rim, and we're going to have a bunch of bigs, and that has been a staple of NBA defenses. But I think you make a really good point. I think it is more than ever about perimeter defense mattering. Yeah, it's interesting because like, who's the best rim protector in the NBA? Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Utah's defense has been about funneling guys there, and I mean, none of their point of attack defenders are particularly good, right? That's why they lose in the playoffs every year. Yeah. I feel like their defense has gotten worse this year. It's just... You tell me because Royce O'Neal can't put hands on you anymore? uh, That's what I'm saying. But it's like, it's not just him. It's like Joe Inglis, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, Donovan Mitchell can't guard anyone. Mike Conley's just older. They are just... it's not working to build a defense like that in an NBA where everyone takes 35 threes. Like that's the baseline. The worst teams in the NBA take 35 threes. So it's about what you can do to get out on guys to force them into mid range jumpers is really, I I think, I think you, you pointed out well, point of attack defense more important than interior defense against, I don't know, most of the teams in the league, like obviously interior, like you go against Jokic, you better have some answer interior because he's going to do what he wants. Right. Like you, yes. you deal with, but you, you better, you better have it right. Cause if you, if you double from the wrong spot, he's going to find the other, he's right. going to find somebody for a three. And, and that's, and that's the tricky part. Cause like, you know, you go against LeBron James, he's going to operate free throw line below. So you have to have some idea of how you're going to operate, you know, have your interior defense going, you go against Giannis goes without saying. So, but I mean, the average team in the NBA, point of attack defense might carry more weight. And I feel like that's kind of a new thing or that's just an ebb and flow, maybe. It is. It is a new thing because we have long thought, we like the basketball intelligentsia, we have long thought that offense matters more from your ball handlers, your guards, and defense matters more from your big guys, right? If you have, if your big guy can't guard, you're sunk. You're not going to have a good defense. But I think what we are learning, and and part of the strange thing here is that still, like, the basketball nerds and the basketball analytics community, we, quote-unquote, I'm putting air quotes up, Sam can see me, but 
everybody else can't, but we as a basketball community don't haven't figured out a good way to quantify defense yet numerically. And so it has always been, the thought has always been the big guys are more important defensively and the small guys are more important offensively. But I think you make a good point. I don't know. I, I think there is a shift in that. I don't know that that's, it isn't always going to be true, but what the Warriors are able to do in not giving up many attempts at the rim, the fewest in the league. And it's not, it's not because Bielitsa and Kuminga are, you know, rim deterrents. No, exactly. Out. Because the, the, the Warriors are, are below average, middle of the road slash a little below middle of the road as far as field goal percentage allowed at like once guys get there they have once guys get there than average chance of finishing they're doing okay but the dearth of opportunities i think speaks to gp2 steph's improvement wiggins theoretically clay um and so i i think that is something that can be built on going forward and then also the warriors allow and some look frankly three-point percentage defense, some of it is luck, right? Like, yeah, it is It is not one of the things that you have a like, lot of control over. But Don't give up open threes to good shooters. The Warriors, the Warriors do not give up. They're kind of middle of the road in threes allowed, but have the be- are the best in the league at three-point percentage defense and allow the fewest attempts at the rim. And that does not, it doesn't seem like, By the way, you know, who it's else not, is, ma- it's not magic. It's not happenstance. I think there's something actually to that. You know, who else was like that? The Milwaukee bucks, the bucks under bud have always allowed a lot of threes. Yes. And people, Purposely, by the way. Yeah. Cause their, their ideas funnel it to the bad shooter. Right. Yes. And, like, and, and also funnel it to Brooke Lopez who hasn't played yet this year, but. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like they'll, they'll give up a corner three if it's your lowest percentage shooter. They're they're trying to deny, um, you know, if it's the Warriors and the Bucks are locked in, GP two is going to get a lot of looks. That's yes. what they're trying to do. Yes. They don't. They're 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 going to play the math on that sort of stuff, but they're going to deny the easiest stuff. Their whole thing is like, uh, we got Giannis. And, um, you know, take your chances. And, and obviously, Brooke Lopez in the past. But, like, this year, it's been more Giannis. Like, we're not this giving year it's you... This year, it's been only Giannis. We're not giving you layups. We're not giving yes. you layups. Correct. We're going to give you... We're, we're going to obviously make sure your good shooters don't get threes if we're locked in, obviously. But, like, if other guys are getting up threes, get them up and we'll deal go with ahead. The Yeah, go ahead. We'll, give, yeah, we'll deal it, with right. the variance play right. of... Uh, um, if GP2 makes four of seven, we lose, and I'll shake your hand. Right, exactly. You know, if we're, if we're in a series against the uh, Brooklyn Nets, if Kessler Edwards feeling it, you know, <laughs> like, like so, so be it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look, defense, NBA defense is about picking your poison, right? And um, so you pick your poison. And sometimes you're going to pick your poison and it's going to poison you and you're going to die. But you have to be okay with that because – you cannot take away everything. Right. And in some cases, you can't take away anything, right? In some cases, Steph normally, or LeBron, or Kevin Durant specifically, like sometimes it doesn't matter if they you just take get that to away. their spots and they're going to do what they're going to yeah. do, right? Um, 
but defense nba defense is about choosing the lesser of all the evils um because these guys are so good they're going to be able to do mostly what they want so you try to pick the the least of all the evils um some teams do it better than others but that is also why it is important that Steph does not look like Brad Wanamaker with a green light. Right. Yeah. Forward. It's, it's like, um, you know, if, if a defense is locked in against the Warriors, they're going to say GP2, Draymond Green, Juan Toscano Anderson, make, at it. make 10 threes. Yeah, have at it. Prove have it. At it. Pro- prove it to us, right? Like that sort of thing, right? So if, 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 if you make them, we'll tip our cap, we lose. Have at it. And yeah, that's you're, honestly you're why right. that's honestly why I don't think you can look at three point um, attempts as a particularly good metric for for gauging good defense because the best defenses are aware that everyone's going to take threes. They're actually good at funneling those three point attempts away from your best shooters. Right. It's, gonna, who, it's who is taking these threes. Right. Absolutely right. And like at the rim, you don't want anybody at the rim. So it's, right. everyone, it's everyone's how many attempts at the rim. Yeah, it's how many attempts at the rim, and it's who is taking those threes. There is always luck involved with three-point shooting. Not as much, obviously, as free-throw shooting against, but there is some luck involved in three-point shooting. Um, There is a lot of evidence that the defense does not have a lot to do with uh, three-point percentage defense, right? Three-point percentage against. However, you know, if 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 you're defending the Warriors, if it is gp2 and even bielitsa at this point and jta etc and damian lee like you'll live with that you have to if you're a basketball junkie then you know there's no better time of year than the nba playoffs twice a week jj reddick is cooking on his podcast the old man and the three he has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else including devin booker on why he talks so much trash ray allen's epic free throw competitions with lebron in miami and the moment tyrese halliburton knew pascal siakam would be a good fit in indy in addition to player interviews every monday jj breaks down the top three things happening around the nba with unmatched analysis Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's talk about our guy Wiggs. He was so good today. He was. Early. Well, early. I, by the way, can we. All star wig. Can we say, can we give the man some his respect? All star starter wigs. I think it's hilarious that people are still up in arms over that. Like, did you hear Van Gundy's diatribe? I did. He wanted to, he wanted to split the vote five ways. I think it was it was fans, players, media, referees, and the analytics community. Some random analytics community. Yes, I heard that. I don't even know who he means when he says that. You know, it's like it's like the the tribunal of math nerds. Like, I don't know. Can we be on the tribunal of math nerds? (laughs) It's first off, please stop policing fan behavior like we've we've known our whole life that the fan votes imperfect we've yes we've i mean done. look zaza patrulia almost made it so i've watched washed kobe and washed mj be named all-star starters like wizards mj yep who cares the fans want to see who they want to see right correct like it's I, not, I that, big, it's that, not yes. that big a deal um, i also think it's really important and this is where I disagree with Van Gundy. I think he makes some interesting, some decent points. But I think it is very important to, I don't want to police, police is too strong of a word, but I don't want to police how fans fan, right? Like, however you were a fan, do it. Like, I, do that. Like, let's be real. Um, in my opinion, Wiggins is an all-star. Would I say he's a starter? No, that's not my ballot. Who cares? You and I are in agreement on that. But the Warriors have a ton of fans, and they were hyped about Wiggins, and they voted their ass off about who was the who was the uh, K-pop star? I'm I'm sure Andy. That's that's an Andy. Andy That's an Andy question. Yeah, yeah. He had. So what? He got voted in. He deserved. He was also fifth in. He was also fifth in the front court in the player voting. Right, which speaks to the fact that like he's a, a clear All Star this year. Like we can we can run through the whole thing. Anthony Davis missed time. Paul George missed time. But like, there is no way in which you pick the twelve best players in the West this year, factoring in health, that Wiggins is not an All Star. Like it's 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 just what it is, and it's strange to see the NBA or just NBA media always trying to police this stuff. I I was thinking about it. It's like, could you just let ima- fans fan, man? I'm could like- you imagine? In the middle, actually, perfect example. You know who didn't make All Pro? Nick Bosa. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, I, and by the way, for the for the those that are well, nobody can see us, but I have my my Niners hat on right now because I'm cooking shit for SoFi tomorrow. Um, he's better than Robert Quinn and Max Crosby. Yes. Um, yes, he is. No disrespect. They're both. They're all. Is that awesome. Mac, double X Mac? Max double X. <laughs> I think it is right. He's he, but he is better than them. Yes, it's irrelevant. Yes, um, he is better than the point them. is in the middle of the Packers Niners game, which is one of the coolest games I've watched in a long time. I didn't hear the broadcasters just constantly diatribe fans don't know, ooh, you know, it's like that sort of thing. And like going over that stuff, it's like, no, just talk about the fucking game in front of you, man. Like, it's not that important. You know, like, it's like, we all have opinions. I, I can guarantee you when all NBA comes out, I will have at least one strong take about something I disagree with. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, 
I'm, I'm a yeah, generates, to. it generates conversation or just like, I'm a human and I don't agree with everything that <laughs> you are. Does, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you, you and I can talk hoops and maybe we agree on 90% of things. And, but you may have a, an opinion that like one player's better than someone else. And you just, and, and, you know, we just, we disagree there. Right. Yes. It doesn't need to be a talking point at all times, particularly about something like all-star. And it's just so annoying because it's like, it always gets back to gatekeeping. Like Jeff and Gendy's making conversation about like gatekeeping the vote. And I'm like, do you want people to be invested in this game? Or do you want people to feel afraid to even voice their opinion? You know what so I mean? that has been, I, I think that has been kind of a long standing conversation about the people that cover the NBA, not cover, but broadcast the NBA nationally. Um, how much they actually talk about the game, how much they talk up the game and uh, how much they make it seem like it's a, it's drudgery to, to cover the game. I think, I think that's a fair conversation, but look, Andrew Wiggins has been really, really good this year. Should he, is he one of the best five in the, in the West? No. Should he be in the, the all-star game? If you did the best Ish. five, you'd have four guards probably just based on this year. Right. Like, yeah, that's fair. Realistically that that's the other part of it. It's like, how did no sons make it? I'm like, who are you putting Devin Booker over Steph? No, they're going to, they're both of right? them. Like, you CP3 know, you know, and Devin Booker are both going to make it. Of course. But, but they can't I, be yeah. voted in as the center is my point. No, look like <laughs> fan bases matter, right? And I, I've I've said this on you know I do a bunch of shows, Lakers. I've said it on my the NBA as it relates to interaction, as it relates to clicks, is about LeBron James and Steph Curry, period. And so to get surprised when Lakers fans vote and Warriors fans vote, like it is, it's it's it is intellectually dishonest. It's disingenuous. We know what it is, right? Wiggins won the fan vote because he's a warrior. Yeah. And because the Warriors have the Warriors have a huge fan base, the Warriors are very popular, also very popular in other countries. And the Warriors put something together. Shout out Raymond Ritter. The Warriors put a campaign together to best try to business. get Raymond Ritter hashtag NBA All-Star. He is he is the best in the business. Um, but like I don't, why are we acting surprised when every year LeBron and Steph are, have the most popular jerseys every year, Lakers games and Warriors games are the ones that rate more than anything else. So why are we surprised? Good. No, of course. Good. Yeah. Warriors fans, Lakers, good. The conversation should want. be, why do the Suns not matter? Why can the because Suns they don't not matter? Go- because no one cares. And because everybody in the NBA hates CP3. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, they, look, they do. I'm, I'm, and and Rudy Gobert. But when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Let's talk Wiggins just a little bit here. Um, are you surprised? By, actually, I want, to, I want to put it this way. Taking it back to the Nets game, this mm-hmm. might have been one of my favorite um, Wiggins games. Not just because of the scoring. Eight rebounds, three steals, three blocks. Like to me, I almost this is how good of a shooter Wiggins has become. I just assume he's gonna hit his open shots. Especially I measure corner, yeah. I measure a Wiggins game by if he is hitting the glass because they need him to, because they're always gonna play small inside. Yes. And if he's kind of making an impact defensively, like not just doing his job, but like actually changing the game defensively and i thought he did tonight for large portions of the game and i mean quite frankly they didn't win this game because of steph curry so you know it, it uh i said was it yesterday or the day before uh when wiggins got announced that wiggins was gonna have 38 and everybody was gonna say he was trying to prove a point that he deserved to be an all-star starter and i said no that's not what it is it's playing the Timberwolves, he cares, right? And there's three teams. It's the Cavs, the Timberwolves, and Toronto. And right. you can, like, trickle in any team that LeBron's on if you want. But today it looked like, or tonight, it looked like he cared, right? And it, it's a reminder of when he is engaged and when he is trying, when he is forceful athletically, he's, he's one of the best guys in the NBA, you just are not going to get it regularly because Andrew Wiggins is Andrew Wiggins. But especially in the first half today against Brooklyn, it looked like he was playing against one of the opponents that he cares about. And it's, it, again, it's just a reminder of how good Andrew Wiggins can be. He was the best player on the floor. I mean, Kyrie was really good too, but so like Wiggins the was the best player the best on the floor, floor tonight. For most of the game, yeah. Yeah, Wiggins was the best player on the floor tonight. And it is not settling for those long pull-up twos, the dribble into those threes, the step backs. It was trying to get to the rim. Um, it was the catch and shoot threes. It was, as you mentioned, with the steals, the blocks, it was making an impact defensively. And it's, I don't love saying this, but it's like proof of concept and the Warriors can take their victory lap for the trade, right? It's it's like Lake of should be popping champagne right now because Andrew Wiggins, when he is engaged and invested and trying, he's one of the best players in the, he is probably the best two, like three and D guy in the NBA. And when he cares, he's one of the top 20 or 30 players in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, there are only so many six, eight guys who can defend and do something on offense the way he can. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's figured his role with the Warriors. He deserves the all-star game and for stretches to, I mean, he was the best player on the Warriors tonight and for stretches of the season, he's been the best player on the roster. So he was the best player on the floor for most of tonight. 
Yeah. Other Certainly than, in the first half. Other than Kyrie going full Kyrie for like a little period there, it, he was the best player on the floor for most of the game. So we'll leave it there. I want, I want to talk about that. Shout out All-Star Wigs. Deserves everything. Enjoying fans of other teams getting upset over the fact that the Warriors matter more than them. <laughs> Aaron, I appreciate you. Anytime, brother. We're going to leave it here. Go Niners. Let's get it.